Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern who apparently got way too much Florida sun, codename Legion Cub. <laughs> and, and who is now communicating with us from the bottom of a barrel. Yes. <laughs> I'm developing uh, so- film. <laughs> we we have all been extraordinarily busy. Uh, I personally worked 84 hours in the last eight days, which is uh, a horrible way to live. But I got to spend a little time with my family last night and today. And uh, now I'm with my Audible Interlude family, which is uh, just warming my heart. Thanks for showing up, everybody. Uh, we'll check in with the chat in a couple of minutes here. We got, once again... The show was looking a little bare bones for a while, and now we've got so much to discuss that we, we've already got one segment that I think we're going to have to push back to next time. Uh, but that's okay, because there's always plenty of G.I. Joe to talk about. Uh, how are you fellas doing tonight? Ugh, tired. Recovering. Aren't we all? Yes. Christian, how's your uh, lovely shade of is that a chartreuse you're, you've got going on down there <laughs> it it is down here in the pits of florida uh where it is currently storming um i'm still trying to work out some kinks with the new computer and my camera settings so so we will we will hope that we do not lose the snozberries you. are tasting like snozberries <laughs> <laughs> oh you are you're turning violet violet (laughs) uh you can follow us on instagram at audible interlude podcast that is the best place to interact with us the best place to get updates about uh new merchandise like this no sleep till augusta shirt uh that will only be available until joe fest uh starts uh and then this specific design will be retired uh, so check out our pinned stories, go to our stories. We're putting up links all the time for our merch. Uh, we've got a new shirt coming that I'm going to show in just a minute here. Uh, new hats are on the way more of this hat. Uh, probably I am setting up a big cartel site to make it easier to get stuff from us. So, uh, all of that coming was supposed to be coming today, but like I said, we've been a little busy. Um, Schedule-wise, Needless Things reviewed a lot of stuff lately. The first wave of Super 7 Ultimates, all of those reviews are posted and complete now. The Crimson Bat uh, review of this fella is up. And uh, I got to say, I've seen some complaints about him online. I didn't really have any problems with the guy. I, I really like this figure quite a bit. Uh, I've got, I did not cancel the one that I've got coming from Pulse. Because I want to have two. I'm going to have Tomax, Zaymod, two two Crimson Guards, two Crimson Bats. And then if the retro Crimson Guards from Walmart ever come, then they'll go on that shelf too. Uh, Also, review-wise, well, we'll save that for new stuff. Uh, Shirts. Oh, shirts. We've got these shirts. We've got AI Pod shirts, Audible Interlude shirts, all kinds of shirts. And this is, this will be exclusive to joe fest you will only be able to get this shirt at joe fest 2023 however uh we are putting together a way to take pre-orders if you need a specific size for instance an extra large tall i hear somebody out there needs that 
uh, we will be taking pre-orders for these that you will be able to pick up at Joe Fest, uh, but we will also have some actually on hand just to sell. This is the Joe Fest limited tour shirt based on the original No Sleep Till Brooklyn Beastie Boys tour shirt design. Uh, once again, by our friend uh, Slickalicious. Check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, lots and lots and lots of awesome designs up there. Uh, if your wallet is just aching to be wounded, go check out Shop Slickalicious. Uh, the link is in the bio. Tons of cool stuff up there. Uh, he designed this one and that one. Uh, and we have more stuff in the works. Uh, so actually, there are actually some designs that have been kind of sitting in the back of my head for years and years that he is going to bring to life. So uh, I'm very glad to have him as a partner for the show. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, tomorrow. You guys, we've got a special treat for him tomorrow. Woo-hoo! I interviewed Darren and Matt from Whiskey Jack Toys, the guys behind Legends of the Hidden Force, uh, the new O-Ring martial arts themed toy line that's currently on Kickstarter. Everybody needs to go check it out. Uh, we did an hour long interview talking about uh, their work, putting the project together, how they made certain decisions about the project, uh, just everything about this awesome toy line that is going to be a great uh, thing to incorporate into your Joe's uh your call sign longbow your operation recall like this o-ring resurgence that's going on that hasbro for some reason is at the like tail end of uh so that goes up tomorrow morning the audio version will be available wherever you get your podcast the video version will be available right here on the needless things youtube channel uh and i put a little extra into this one uh th- this is it's going to be fun to watch but if if you listen in the car or whatever then we've got the audio version covered as well uh so check that out tomorrow uh that is april the 11th this episode you're watching right now is going to be available this friday wherever you find your podcasts uh, and then next week, we will have our regular audio episode up next Friday. So we give you something every week. It's just uh, every other week, we do a little live live recording, basically, is what this is. Uh, and then what else we got? We got a lot of schedule stuff this time around. Uh, our next live stream will be on April the 24th. I am working on a special guest right now. We are working on our Joe Fest plans. There are things that I cannot share yet, but we have made contact with the mayor of Joe Fest, and he has given us his blessing to proceed ahead with certain things that we have proposed. So Audible Interlude will be at Joe Fest in an official capacity. Uh, We're putting it all together, and we will announce it uh, when the time is right. And then finally, Cobra Convergence is back in 2023. Noel, you want to tell us a little bit about Cobra Convergence? So Cobra Convergence uh, is a um, it's a crossover promotion. Uh, a lot of people in the GI Joe, I guess, fanosphere, you could call it. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, <laughs> but Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight. If you're familiar with him, he was the one who got it off the ground along with uh, Kevin from Form BX two um, and a couple of other big uh, tour reviewers on YouTube. Uh, initially there, there were just, you know, they would basically each one of them do like one a week. Uh, and it was only like three or four original 
uh, people involved, but I mean, he's expanded it. There's so many more people that are involved in this, in this hobby now, in this fandom now um, that are putting out great content. So last year we got to participate for the first time. Um, and there were over 30 participants last year and everybody got a day and some people had to double up, double up on days. So um, I, it's, but tons of great content. Uh, you'll, you'll spend, you know, many, many hours enjoying lots of people talking about GI Joe. And usually there's some sort of theme. And last year we had a bit of a theme and this year we're going to another little theme. Um, so it should be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know if the theme has been announced publicly yet, so I'm not going to say what it is, but it is, it's more of a direction. Like if you want to engage with the theme, you can, and, and, uh, do your own thing you, you know how we are we're going to find our own spin on whatever this is uh but also people are invited to participate and do whatever they want uh but it is just it's a great way to get a lot of joe fans together uh and, and get exposure for for you know we we're still brand new really so it's great for us to be a part of this uh and to be able to interact and engage with these other joe i hate the term content provider but that's what we all are <laughs> uh so the big news is we will have hooded cobra commander on our june 19th live stream that is on the books it's what? happening and uh our cobra convergence episode where you know how we like a theme here so we are going to be diving head on into this year's theme on july the 16th uh is going to be a sunday live stream for us uh so two big dates coming up mark them on your calendar june 19th and july 16th now we've got other live streams obviously around those dates those are just two big ones that we've gone ahead and nailed down uh so there you go any other info that we we need to convey we had a lot to get across there in our first our opening barrage if you will <laughs> And that's just the meta stuff. Right, right. All right, let's let's check in with our chat and see who's here. Mandalorian Jedi, let's do this. Let's do this indeed. Craig Dukas, what is up, man? You're live, pals. Uh, let's see. Happy AI Monday. Happy AI Monday indeed. Kevin Riddle, good evening, guys. And chat, just finished mowing and showered and ready for some Joe goodness. I appreciate knowing that you're not sitting there stinking of lawn yes. because it's one of my least favorite things in the world is that lawn stink i don't mind uh, a little lawn mowing is okay it gives you time to think and and just be in your own head but man when you're done you got to get in the shower immediately you can't sit around with that lawn stink that's no good yeah uh unless you're pathfinder i would imagine pathfinder is, is in a constant state of lawn stink <laughs> uh let's see daniel rodriguez those look cool i'm guessing you're talking about the shirts and yes they do oh kevin yes the tall sizes are for you we are yes the pre-orders at the second uh that we get that set up we're not going to wait for a show to do it it'll go up on the audible interlude podcast instagram we'll have links we'll have the, the website will be live ready to go uh so yeah the second that comes together they're going up uh tommy throwback what's up everyone you guys are gonna crush it at joe fest yes we are tommy throwback rich murphy hi guys hi everyone uh christian's lighting makes him look like what he is drinking the blood of my enemies <laughs> <laughs> all right it is time to get into this news fellas plastic packaging is back across all hasbro brands 
Uh, here, everybody's seen it by now, but I'm going to read it off anyway, because I like to read things. Uh, we wanted to share an update on packaging for Hasbro's six-inch scale figures. Based on your feedback, we will be reintroducing windows and blisters to our six-inch fan figures beginning later this year into 2024 for select products across our portfolio of brands, including G.I. Joe Classified, Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Star Wars Black Series, and Marvel Legends. This will eventually expand to all new six-inch figure releases. The new windows and blisters will be made from BioPet or Recycled Pet. Well, that's, that's do. Can one of you explain the PET to me? I could have looked it up, but I didn't. Uh, I heard somebody describing it actually on a Transformers channel, um, but uh, I, don't it, know I mean, what it's the basically like recyclable, biodegradable plastic, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the idea is that they, it's either plastic that's already recycled or it's a particular type of plastic that uh, breaks down very easily for recycling. Right, right. Here's here's a secret um, for those of you who recycle and you recycle plastic, especially you think you're doing a great job for the earth. But a lot of that stuff just winds up on a boat and goes out and gets buried in a landfill in another country. Yeah, uh, because oh, it's very, very difficult to uh, to recycle most plastics and and it's worth mentioning uh plastic has been found in baby blood just something to think about uh it would rather that not happen to the babies keep the plastic out of the baby blood uh thank you again for being one of our biggest fans and for your continued support of hasbro so uh you know, I have been a proponent of the plastic-free packaging. Uh, one, because yes, I would like to reduce the use of single-use plastic uh, where possible, but also I just hate those trays. I've always hated them. Uh, it's one of my pet peeves is the tray bending up your accessories or, or your figures, uh, although people have ended up with bent accessories in the new packaging too. So whatever. Uh, but I have noticed for me, per now, well, let me ask you guys first. Uh, and, and for the chat, have you noticed over the past however many months that we've had the plastic-free packaging, how has it affected your toy buying habits? No, no, I buy I, everything I buy pretty much comes from the internet anyway. So here's what I've noticed: uh, I have not bought anything aside from some stuff for Christmas. I do not do the impulse purchase at retail anymore. Like Marvel legends are, have really gotten to the point where if I'm in the store, I'm like, Oh, I'd like that character and I'll, I'll grab it. Uh, now price point plays into this as well. I'm not paying $25 for any Marvel legends figure anymore or, or at all, but I have noticed even the clearance ones. I don't know why this is. I am more reluctant to buy a figure if I can't see it. And I, people said that when this was introduced and I thought it was dumb. I thought, who cares? You know what it's going to look like. It's right there. What? Well, it doesn't matter. But I'm telling you right now, there are figures, uh, especially the massive clearance stuff that went on like after Christmas and during January, there are a lot of figures. I think I probably would have bought if I had picked it up and they'd been right there in front of me, but with them being in that box, even though there's a picture of the figure on the box, it was just easier to put it down and say, you know what? I don't need that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
I, and I would not have expected that, but looking back on my experiences in brick and mortar, uh, that's the case. Well, it, I think it, I mentioned it in our last live stream. I think that some of this, some of the artwork on this packaging is amazing, but I think a picture of the toy where that bubble would normally be uh, would have been preferable for me if I were like actually shopping in a store looking for this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think windows coming back, it's, it's nothing but a good thing. Uh, you know, you just can't have the market with those, uh, those figures, not visible. And, and look, I've said it before. I don't understand mint on card collectors, but they are a critical part of the hobby. And I think that window free packaging killed it for a lot of those folks. So well, look, I, I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't really understand the men on card thing either. At the same time, I've got a giant box of uh, reaction figures over there that look fantastic in their packaging. And I don't want to take them out because the packaging is so nice. Well, and if they were in a little cardboard box, you wouldn't even have bought them in the first place. Pro no, no, probably not. Uh, well, and also, you know, another facet of that, I told, I told you guys about buying that Sergeant Slaughter figure. Uh, I, I was much less wanting to buy it because I, I would like to get it signed, but it's just not going to look as good with it just being a box with a figure, you know, the art on the front. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not as cool as a nice window because I've got tons of signed like wrestling figures and stuff and they have that window with the figure in it and the signature on top is just a, a great presentation. Well, I'll be honest with you. Really, the thing that I've noticed the most with the plastic free packaging is the structural integrity of the boxes seems to be weaker. Um, it, it feels like they're using a thinner cardboard. Uh, I got the um, the hot rod um, and the Starscream from the Transformers uh, reissues that just came out from Walmart. And they both came shipped to me in these boxes that just were like, they just felt so flimsy and lightweight. Yeah, you can almost like squeeze them. Yeah, it's well, weird. the Starscream, in fact, like, it's got damage in shipping because it came from Walmart, but I mean, like the box was pressed in a little bit and you could see like the bumps of Starscream through the box. Oh my gosh. Be cool. Because they're just like, if the, if they would use a little bit higher quality box, like if you look at the GI Joe's Walmart exclusives from a couple of years ago, those had really nice cardboard boxes. It was a thin corrugated cardboard. Um, and it was, it was kind of ironic because they were also using the cheapest, thinnest, pla uh, possible cardboard for the carded figures at that time yeah, right, right um but like if they could do box like like lego does boxes for especially their larger their larger toys that's a really like good thick solid concrete uh, yeah. concrete uh cardboard Can, we do uh, let's Our not get into concrete box. boxes we don't, we don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> so unless they do of cardboard unless they do special packaging for a san diego comic-con exclusive road pig <laughs> That comes in an actual cinder block. There you go. That I'll take some yes. concrete packaging. All right, Christian, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, so what I would like to see out of this, there are still ways that they can minimize the plastic. Just put the figure in a plastic tray and get still give me that locker box with the weapons just wrapped in the paper. Yeah, I will agree. I didn't agree. think the locker box was going to be that. Like, I honestly thought that was just something I would throw away. Yeah. But they have come in so incredibly handy. And while I'm not an ASMR person, there is something about 
unwrapping the weapons the and crinkle. also not having them bent up um that i really don't want to go back yeah i would i would be okay if they wanted to have a small window for the figure uh continue basically take the new packaging style that we saw and make the part with the art a window put the figure in there put that art behind the figure and then just have the locker in there behind a picture of the accessories yeah mm -hmm. i think would be a very cool packaging because i i absolutely love that newest design that we saw if they can preserve that in some way i think that would be ideal because those little easter eggs in the background just added so much to the line mm -hmm. yeah uh, and gave right. us plenty of stuff to talk about on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, lots going on in the chat. Mandalorian Jedi, glad to know they are fixing this mistake. Uh, Alan Grant, what's up, Alan? Evening, boys. Uh, yes, I used to buy doubles, now just single figures. See, that right there, cutting that revenue in half by doing that. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, I'm not buying as much, but price is a factor too. Ritz Murphy in the stores, it's easier to pass on it when you can't see the figure. A hundred percent. I agree. Um, let's see. Uh, JJ Holderschelt, most of, and I'm sorry, I butcher your name every single time. JJ, how about, how about JJ? Uh, JJ, most of what I purchased is online, so it didn't affect me much. Uh, Kevin Riddle, I'm one of those mint and box guys. Kevin Riddle, you're a tall mint and box weirdo. <laughs> we I, we need to get a special mint and box shirt made just for Kevin. Uh, toy reclaimer, definitely thinner. Yeah, the thinner, lower quality cardboard on these. Uh, Kevin Riddle, my Walmart retros came like two drunk Cobra troopers packed them. It's entirely possible. I will have you know it was four of us. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> This didn't come from a Walmart. This came from Hasbro Pulse, but I got my Indiana Jones figures the other day. And like, I think they just took that box and just stomped on it and kicked it around and smashed it a few times. Oh, no. Yeah. Thankfully, the figures inside were okay. Um, the Or the actual figure boxes. Right, um, right. But they were wrapped in that like weird cardboard mesh that I guess protected them pretty well. I, li I like that That's stuff the better, distressed look. but it's sharp. Like you could cut yourself on that mm -hmm. new that that cardboard if if uh, ever I should have brought some down here it's it's that interesting to me uh, it's it's paper but it's like cut like fencing almost mm -hmm. it's really weird um, but there seems to be less of it uh, Mandalorian Jedi if the art behind the figure was a separate card it would be a cool collectible yeah it could well or it could be uh, make it do it like uh, Mattel used to do with the WWE figures where it's like actually a background, like you could sort of fold it out for put the figure in front of it or something. They've been doing uh, that with their Transformers. Oh, do they? It's the so, Studio 86 figure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. that would be great. Uh, and then Ritz Murphy has a very good point here. Mint and box collectors want to see the accessories as well. So yeah, that is a good consideration. So do, uh, but how about this? So uh, again, the black box, same look. Uh, the figure is on one side behind the window with the art behind it. And then on the other side, almost have a separation. Like maybe the cardboard goes down the middle of the front. So the figures here and the accessories are lined up on this side. So it's like the loadout is, is here for each figure. I don't know. Something like that might be cool. I've never been a fan of 
uh, the figure in the middle and look, there are a bunch of hands and guns floating around me. <laughs> like it's, that's always been odd to me. I would rather it be presented as a, uh, here's, here's the Joe, here's their loadout. Like that would be kind of cool. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Uh, all right. This next one, I don't know how much time we're really going to spend on this thing because in, in, in everybody has seen this, I'm sure in like Clint, tweeted that Paramount Pictures is rebooting G.I. Joe and is interested in Michael Keaton. Uh, David Ellison is producing. Uh, David Ellison has produced lots and lots and lots of like action type stuff. Uh, in, in perusing in like Clint's Twitter feed, uh, there's nothing there that really leads me to believe he's a particularly credible source of information. Like lots of weird casting suggestions and random. I don't know. This this stuck out as an odd informational tweet in the middle of uh, a strange Hollywood fantasy stream of consciousness, but But it got shared by everybody. Right. Because of course it did, because we're (laughs) desperate for GI Joe media. Uh, My only thought on it is uh, I see Michael Keaton as Cobra commander. And I think that would be awesome. That's all I got. Could, could could you guys picture him cast as anything else? Like, what what would what could he be? I mean, he could be uh, a General Hawk or somebody like That's that who's an thinking. older, uh, in an older Joe. But I thought I saw people saying like, I don't know, I don't know if I could see him as Duke. I was like, yeah, me either. He's seventy something years old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're doing a movie that takes place now with the characters from the eighties aged in real well, time. Well, they're, they're doing GI Joe Beyond. He's yes. going to be old man Duke <laughs> right. who's running the new young Joe team from some underground from the pit, which, which is long ago decommissioned. Right. Uh, that's there. You go. There's the idea. GI Joe Beyond Hollywood. Just pay me. Pay me. Let me quit my day job that makes me work 84 hours and eight days. Come on, Hollywood. Uh, I'll work cheap comparatively. Uh, Basically, we already made this movie last year at Dragon Con. Go back and listen to our Dragon Con episode from 2022. Um, Keep the toys separate from classified. Do your whole range of, you know, six inch regular basic stuff do as much of it as you want maybe you even want to do a three and three quarter inch line four inch whatever do it it's fine great but don't number them in sequence with classified i I don't i don't do that again or if you are going to make sure that they aesthetically line up with classified no just don't involve them at all keep it separate (laughs) why wouldn't you want two completely separate toy lines with your brand on it do that you guys have any further thoughts about the the potential, the possibilities here, or or the credibility of in like Clint? Well, when I first saw it, I took it with a grain of salt because we know what happened with the Lady J TV series rumors that we heard what almost two years ago. Um, but... Do we? I don't think we do know what happened. <laughs> well, like I said, <laughs> zero things happened with that apparently. Um, but when I saw like all the usual like big GI Joe news sources were sharing this story. I was like, well, maybe there's something to this. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it remains to be seen. It's also like the, it's not, they've tapped Michael Keaton to do this. They're like, if Michael Keaton happens to be available after wrapping this movie, we're going to try to get him to do a GI Joe movie. Well, right. Which... It's literally <laughs> just like fantasy casting at <laughs> right. this point. There's no, there's nothing to it. 
Um, I put no faith in this whatsoever. No, no. And and look, I'm sure G.I. Joe ideas are bouncing around Paramount. I'm sure they want to figure out a way to make more money off of G.I. Joe. But this. <laughs> so, so you mean you mean some money off of G.I. Joe? Well, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right craig dukas i do hope the new easter eggs on packaging also translates over to the new plastic packaging uh toy reclaimer keaton equals hawk would be cool keaton equals hawk would be cool i just loved him so much as a villain uh in the spider-man movies i just i like i want more villainous keaton well and in and in that terrible robocop remake like he it was it was worth watching just to see him in it uh, other than that it's completely disposable uh craig dukas wait no michael keaton quick kick riot he would actually <laughs> a young michael keaton actually would have made a good quick kick uh mandalorian jedi is keaton going to play batman 1989 in gi joe movies too yes it's all getting folded into the hollywood verse where yes. all franchises <laughs> are going to exist in the same continuity uh in a multiversal manner warner brothers is desperate for that licensing money so Daniel Rodriguez, Keaton is Raptor. Yes, I will take that as well. He's already he, Birdman. Oh, I was going to say he played Birdman, so so why not? He was Let's a he it. was a bat. He was Birdman. Oh, uh, there you go. He just he's just going to play a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle <laughs> true. It'll be like Daniel Craig in uh in what was it Last Jedi where Daniel Craig was the stormtrooper and you didn't even know it. It'll be like that. Uh, okay. So I conducted a little experiment recently. Uh, I've talked about my pre-order roulette before, where when pre-orders go up, I order from Pulse, Amazon, Big Bad, usually those three, um, and whoever gets it to me first gets my money. So this time around, because I knew I was going to be so busy and just would, was not going to have time for new figures, I've I've got a stack of, I, 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 we, we keep it family friendly. I poop you not. I have a stack of 40 figures over there that need to be reviewed. Uh, that I have not had time to even look at yet. Uh, So I said, you know what? I'll just wait for the rest of the Crimson Bat wave to come from Pulse uh, and cancel the the other ones. Well, they came in last Wednesday or overnight, Wednesday to Thursday. They charged my card for Falcon, CoverGirl, the second crimson bat that I ordered and whatever the other one is outback. Uh, but everything came into stock. So Thursday morning, I thought, you know what, let me try something. Cause I did not pre-order Marauder barbecue because I wasn't sure if I really wanted him, but he was in stock. So I was like, let me order this barbecue in stock from pulse and see if it gets here before the other figures. Well, the other figures just updated today that they should be here tomorrow. They're coming from Atlanta, which is nice. Usually when they ship from Atlanta, they're here like the next day. Uh, meanwhile, Marauder's Barbecue got here Friday, and I reviewed him today. And that review will go up next week right here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh so, yeah, I guess the takeaway here is don't pre-order anything. Just wait for it to come in stock and it'll get to a lot to you a lot faster, <laughs> which seems kind of lousy to me. But what are you going to do? Or, I've got my yeah. uh, or barbecue 
was not invited to the barbecue and he was just sitting at the warehouse like just sitting there waiting nobody loves me i'm uh, gonna go hang out with fans i got nowhere to be i might as well get over to dave's <laughs> house and let him review me or as they learned from the ultimates you can put a pre-order down and wait two years for them to ship or you can wait till they get released yeah, right place an order for them and get like 25 percent off uh, all right <laughs> so enough out of you is there is there a problem with your connection here, <laughs> I think we might be losing you. Uh, but anyway, I, I I dug this figure more than I thought I would. So check out that review. Uh, it'll be going up next week. Uh, and then we also got, or I got, the Cobra Escape Pack, the Super Seven April Fools release uh, for this year. I also reviewed this today. Uh, this will go up this Thursday on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, but fast. yeah, oh, it this got That's... here. April Fools was it was a Saturday. Sa Saturday. This got here the Tuesday after that. Wow. Um, and it's it's wonderful. Like I totally understand people who don't want five points of articulation GI Joes, but this is not about recreating the GI Joe toy line. This is about recreating the wonderful weirdness of Sunbow. And they have done it spectacularly with this set. So this re review goes up Thursday. So uh, I'm very, very happy with this. It's awesome. Uh, something that I'm not very, very happy with that is also... There, this review is already live. I don't think we talked about it yet. This is the G.I. Joe mystery box <laughs> um, from whatever the mystery box company is. I don't remember. Oh, you know what's really funny? It's Pyramid America. And this this is almost like a pyramid scheme because I bought this and I'm going to be pawning this, these items off uh, as prized as at Joe Fest because this box was full of full of junk. <laughs> Nowhere near $55 worth of stuff. I mean, it was like somebody could put price tags to add up to $55 on what was in this box, but nobody would actually pay $55 for what was in this box. Uh, so check that review out as well. Uh, it is already live on the needless things, YouTube channel. Oh, and I also got Noel. You mentioned your Indiana Jones. Uh, I haven't gotten to open him yet, but I'm pretty excited about that one. Uh, okay. Oh, it's time to figure out the screen share. It's, it's our technical snafu of the week. Let me get everything set up here because we got to talk about this one, my friends. I'm excited. Why are you asking me what app to open this with? Is this the first time I've used this computer? Ridiculous. All right. Let's get this opened up. Get that opened up. Uh, let's, while we're doing that, what's happening in the chat? Uh, Craig Dukas, I'm totally in awe on how fast the Super 7 pack reached you. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Well, Super 7s, all, like they they pretty much do priority mail, or, or most of the stuff I get from them is, is really well, fast that's turnaround. True. Once you get the shipping notice, it gets here quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, it is time to share the screen. Uh, we do that. And we do that. And uh, there he is, the Mezco 112 Collective Storm Shadow. Uh, did you guys get an opportunity to take a look at this? Yep. On on your, you know, you guys are are pretty, uh, 
you you collect what you want in gi joe you're not lunatics like me that kind of try to have it all uh on the scale of temptation where did this guy fall for you seeing as how i'm not really into the ninja characters i would say he fell a solid seven the the promo picks are amazing um unfortunately though we haven't seen any of the other 112 ship yet (laughs) no we (laughs) have not so i'm having shades of tiger force outback and the super seven ultimates with their delays in that i'm cautiously optimistic for those people that are ordering this that you're gonna get it uh oh yeah i mean you're gonna get it mezco always delivers it just takes time before your child graduates college (laughs) (laughs) um so i am i've got a a number of 112 collective figures i think it's one of the best action figure lines that's that's ever been uh put together released whatever uh but yes it, it is not a timely line uh Noel, looking at this uh, image, what what pops into your head about this guy? I mean, it's a it's a very good looking figure. Um, I, you know, the the well, the photography is great. The background and everything's great. That's what immediately catches my eye is how well it's staged. Um, and uh, yeah, same with this one too. Uh, the 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 facial expressions, you know, we just get the eyes, but they look fantastic um, there. Um, yeah, amazing looking figure. Uh, uh, not something that's on my radar in the slightest, just because I can't justify spending this kind of money on a six inch action figure. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, yeah, they, they knocked it out of the park with this one. Um, so yeah. And again, uh, always like seeing more like high end Joe stuff out there for the kind of collectors who do want to collect this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. I'm also excited about getting whatever the first one to ship ends up being, which we'll I've got the dates uh, in here. We'll update on that in a second. Uh, but just all, all the detail and the weapons, just everything about this, everything it includes. And I, I will say this, uh, I don't love the Tommy head, the portrait, but we've got a long time. This is uh, I've got the date in my notes. I'll have to get back to those. Um, we've got quite some time before this actually ships. So I feel like they'll refine that portrait a little bit between now and then. Uh, but tons and tons of hands. You can see one of the hands is holding like a smoke pellet or something. Uh, I've got the climbing claws on one of the other sets of hands. And then uh, just cool weapons effects, the shuriken with the throwing effect. I really like the way they've got the scabbards arranged on the quiver. And then just a bunch of extra stuff as well. Uh, just Mezco, once it gets to you, it will be one of the most amazing toys you've ever seen. So if if you're at all interested in the 112 Collective stuff, just find find one character that you're like, oh, that's a cool character. I'd be interested in having uh, a, a high-scale version of that character uh, and check them out because everything I've ever gotten from them has really blown my mind. Uh, okay, let me pull my notes up here and see... 
Oh yeah, actually worth checking out. If you're curious about seeing kind of close up looks at some of these, uh, I just put up reviews of Conan the Conqueror and the 1989 Batman, which by the way is the most fastest viewed video. I don't know how to, it's gotten the most views, the fastest of anything I've ever posted. It is very controversial. Uh, people, people have opinions about that figure and, and many of them don't even own it and they have opinions about it, which I think is kind of a toy collector thing, isn't it? That's so odd. Uh, right. Crazy. Unheard of. Uh, but I, I had, it's, it is one of the strangest figures I've ever reviewed. Uh, so for this one, oh, actually, this is interesting. So this Storm Shadow right now is projected to come out October to December, because that's what they do. They put in like a three-month window, October to December of this year, which is a much faster turnaround than 112s usually have. And it makes me wonder if maybe they're a little ahead of the curve and they kind of realized they needed to tighten up some of their shipping dates. So maybe this one is a little closer to being done than they usually are, which maybe proves what I said about the portrait a little wrong. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. Uh, and for an update on the rest of the Joes that they've got right now, Snake Eyes is June to August of 2023. Roadblock is June to August of 2023. Destro is March to May of 2023. So he should be shipping any day now. Uh, and then Firefly has only been teased. Uh, he has not even been put up for pre-order yet. So there you go. That is where we are on uh, Mezco 112 Joes. Let's check in with our chat here. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, Pyramid America sounds like a Cobra front company. Yes, it does. Uh, Wotaz, are they planning to do one of Old Snake from Transformers Season 3, Only Human? I would I would love to have a reaction figure of that, but what I would love even more is for Hasbro to do one of their crossovers. Well, they've already that. done one. Well, but a functional one. Okay. Like like an O-ring, like yeah. where he actually interacts with a Transformer. Well, they have the 25th style one that came with the two drones, the two like Decepticon drones. Right, but that's, you know, that's different from our O-ring Transformers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I want to full on total blank. I'm gonna have to look this up. I'm yeah, it was a weird wasn't wasn't it exclusive to some weird store or something? Uh, it was a it was a con exclusive, wasn't oh, it? Was it? Okay, I think it was a. I don't remember San Diego Comic Con or or may may have been. I don't think it was Comic Con. I think it was either like, like it was a, something weird. It may have been one of the Transformers. It may have been a BotCon exclusive. Um, it wasn't a GI Joe ex convention exclusive. No, I'm sure somebody in the chat can tell us. Um, Storm Shadow looks great, but I won't be ordering one. I, you know, look, I understand. It's you. You just can't buy everything. Uh, Craig Dukas, those Mezco '89 Batman legs blew my mind. They're insane. They make no. They're they make no sense. Uh, all right, let's move on to Super Seven Ultimates. Let me get my screen sharing set up again. I got a lot of pictures this time, you guys. I <laughs> I did a lot of planning for this episode. I felt like we really needed to uh, have our stuff together. And he worked day. 84 hours in eight days. And I, yeah, right. Dave doesn't Jeez. sleep. I, uh, that's not too far off. All right. Let me get my picture back up here. 
Do we have a Baroness? We have a Baroness. Okay, so this is Super 7 Ultimates Wave 4. Uh, you know what I meant to do before we did this is I meant to talk about Wave 1. Uh, they're all, if you can see them, kind of, they're all back here behind me. But they've all been reviewed here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. So if you want to see up close, detailed uh, information about those Super 7 Ultimates that I think are my favorite G.I. Joe figures of all time. It, it's it's I didn't realize how much I wanted those Joes until I had them in my hands and was like looking at them and realizing like, man, these are my Joes. This is what I wanted. This this. This snake eyes with this purple jetpack and this sunbow rifle and no gloves like look at that. That's when I first met Snake Eyes. Really? Yeah, I had the little black figure, but this is is the Snake Eyes that I met when I was a kid. And man, it, the the nostalgia in these figures is so strong. It's so great. Look at this. Look at this pompous little jerk. <laughs> now, I will say, and I pointed this out in the review, this Cobra symbol is far too small. Uh, and even in the product listings at Big Bad Inn on Super 7, it was bigger than this. This this is an issue. It's not a huge issue. It's a small issue. Uh, but other than that, this look at this windbag with his, his posable wire cloak. Just unbelievable. These are all great. I'm not going to sit here and go through all of them. Like I said, watch the, watch the reviews. Uh, so... Now we know uh, wave two is going to be here within the month, I believe. And then wave three is supposed to be here around July. Uh, wave four up for pre-order now. Uh, let's let's run through these. Let's talk about this. We are getting kind of soon, but I understand it like as much as as any other character. We really did need this Baroness. Uh, Christian, do you, do you want to run this one down? Yeah. So, I mean, this is the Baron. When you think of Baroness, this is exactly what pops into your head, your head. So she's got the, the black outfit, more like the G1 action figure. Um, her, her face sculpt is so spot on however that windswept hair with the smirk with the smirk if i was to get her I, that is what's going to be displayed well that's but, what's so difficult is like the the default head that's on the figure in this picture her her look of like snooty derision mm -hmm. is so perfect and then the head with the pilot helmet on is awesome but we're never going to get a rattler for her to fly around in so you know it's 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 cool that it's in there but i'll never use that but you're right the windswept head it, it, that's the bear as i was just saying about snake eyes that's the baroness i met when i was a kid yeah and then yeah. the accessories this is where because you may wonder like well maybe somebody likes the blue baroness a little bit more or maybe Somebody even more casual than that is like, oh, well, I've already got the first Baroness. Why do I need this one? You need this one because of these accessories. She comes with the Eau de Cobra, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the conch shell from Spell of the Siren. The Great Seal of Alaska, of all <laughs> things. Uh, and then one of the cobra grenades that does the does one of the does the cobra trooper come with that? I feel like we've seen that before. But even if it does, it's cool to get another one because the, the you can't have enough cobra branded weaponry. This is true. Uh, and then the snake in the basket with the the sleeping gas or the knockout gas, and a little camera, a little mm-hmm. camera, because why not? I'm sure it's episode specific, but off the top of my head, I could not tell you. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, has an action figure based rifle and a sunbow rifle that it's interesting to see. This is because we've we've already seen this rifle in the reaction figures. Uh, this is just a larger scaled up version of it. Uh, Noel, is this is this the Baroness you need? Uh uh, you know, if I was, if I'm going to get an Ultimates Baroness, because I, you know, I, I have not bought any of the Ultimates Joe figures, but uh, if I was going to get an Ultimates Baroness, I would probably go with this one. I like the blue one. I do like the the nod to uh, that early artwork, but this is the Baroness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like the blue one just because I like. Oh, cool! It's a different version of something that we've seen so many times. Uh, but I mean, you you got to have this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's, I think I've got these in the order they're supposed to be in. Yes. Look at, look at that smiling gung-ho face. <laughs> All right, hang on. Everybody, everybody avert your eyes for a second. I have to move. I need my notes here. I'm, I'm, I'm flying without a net. Okay. Uh, so gung-ho with... Oh, you know what just hit me, you guys? Is that the proper gung-ho tattoo? Oh, no. Because that's... His proper tattoo is the USMC logo, and they're not going to let you do that now. Well, no, but in the cartoon, wasn't it a little different? I can't look it up right now. One of you guys Google Sunbow gung-ho, because I feel like in the cartoon, he had a different tattoo from the figure. I could be wrong. It might, it might just be the Marine Corps tattoo. Uh, but size-wise, it, it looks right to me. Uh, I love the blue and the green. The colors look fantastic. But you guys, somebody in the chat, somebody let us know the sweatband head. It's familiar. Like, I look at it, and it's not like, well, that never happened. Like, I know that was in the show somewhere. And it was also the later gung-ho figure was wearing the sweatband. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that, but I do think, I do think that's from the cartoon. Yeah. I will. If, if, if it's one of these, it probably is. It's either from the original toy accessories or the cartoon, because that's pretty much what they do with these ultimates. Mm-hmm. And the tattoo, I mean, obviously the cartoon is a simplified version. Um, it is different, but not different enough. Okay. So on Sunbow, the the planet is much bigger and the the wings are more like coming out of the knife blade handle on okay. top of the earth but i would say that this one is less noticeably different than the one on the classified the ones on the classified figures yeah were 
Uh, so he comes with the the toy weapon, which is the grenade launcher, the M16, which is cool to see. But I kind of almost would rather him have just had a Sunbow rifle like the other characters have had. But it is nice to see a different weapon. Uh, he comes with a crystal that I believe is from the episode where Cobra brainwashed everybody's family members. Because those gloves are for carrying that crystal. And maybe that's even what that headband is from as well. I'm just not positive. I, I You know how hard it is to look up specific things about G.I. Joe? Because, like, Jopedia is not a reliable resource. Like, you may find the episode, but then it doesn't have the detail you're looking for in the description. Like, it's actually yeah. kind of difficult to look up we need a gi joe encyclopedia like they did for masters of the universe uh and then the backpack which is also toy based and i think looks great although it is a little weird that the backpack is toy colors and doesn't match the green of this figure and then finally my favorite thing about this entire figure the little tiny wolverine right from the diorama where they're fooling Cobra commander and mm -hmm. thinking they're mobilizing uh, that again, that is such a nice little super seven touch. That is, that is why I love super seven. That kind of thing right there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Jeff Butler. Welcome Jeff Butler. Sweatband is worn in the gray hairs and growing pain. Second season episode where he and other Joes go undercover at a Cobra spa. Oh, Okay, uh, he, Flint, and Sci-Fi get aged into old men while Lady J, Daltone, and Mainframe get aged down to children. Man, I hope that doesn't mean Super 7 is... Well, if they want to do reaction figures of the <laughs> little kid Joes and the old people Joes, you know I'll buy them, but we don't need ultimates of that. <laughs> That's great. Perfect. Thank you, Jeff Butler. Uh, Jeff Butler, start, start working on that G.I. Joe encyclopedia. Get somebody to put that out. Let's talk to Skybound. Uh, all right. Next up, Stalker. Possibly my favorite ultimate so far. Uh, one of my favorite Joes. He also comes with the purple jetpack, but you'll notice, and this is something I'm going to have to look into because I watched a little bit of Pyramid, uh, not Pyramid, Pyramid of Darkness, the, the first miniseries. Well, I watched a little bit of Pyramid of Darkness too, but that's not what this is from. From the first miniseries, Stalker's jetpack has brown straps. If you'll notice, the Snake Eyes figure has green straps on his purple jetpack. So they, they that's an interesting detail. Uh, but this Stalker is, is Sunbow perfection. He's got uh, everything you need for a good Stalker. He's got the little Sunbow laser pistol. Uh, he's got the action figure right, uh, submachine gun. He's got the Sunbow rifle. He's got the M16. He's got a canteen, which is weird, but I assume is going to like plug into his belt. Yeah, I'm sure it pegs on somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the dynamite and the timer. Uh, just uh, wonderful. Looks absolutely wonderful. And then we get there's there is one thing that i think is off about this figure do you guys want to try and guess what it is hmm you guys in the chat are welcome to guess as well 
I'm sure I'll recognize it immediately as soon as you mention it. All right, I'll go ahead and say it. So this Zartan comes with tons of stuff. He's got the watch band uh, timer for the explosive device down there at the bottom. He's got a knife. Uh, he's got a toy pistol, sumbo pistol, uh, sumbo rifle, three portraits. All the colors look perfect. He looks wonderful. He's got his hood. What he needs is an alternate piece that looks like hair, <laughs> which I think we have said before on the show would have been perfect for yeah. for when uh super seven got around to doing a zartan ultimate but i'll forgive them that because he looks great otherwise uh this is one where like there are so many other accessories that he could have come with to like uh, bars of gold or bags of money or jewels because zartan's always he's always negotiating something or holding something in one of these episodes well, we could hope that in the future they might release some battle packs uh, or battle gear to, <laughs> to enhance these figures. We can only hope. But only hope. the biggest thing about Zartan, I, I get this a little out of order, is that yes, he will change color in the sun. UV light will uh, change him from his normal Caucasian flesh tone to a sunbow blue, uh, which his eye, his green eyes stand out a little bit more in the blue than they did uh, with the other one. Oh, good point, Ritz Murphy. No backpack or mask either. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. A you would think that the action. mask would be well thrown in there, but I will say this. Well, you know what? The budget probably went into the color change. That's why he doesn't yeah. come with more accessories. That's got to be it. When you think every other figure in this line comes with alternate heads, so he doesn't really need the mask. Just pop Stalker's head right on him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I would yeah. actually like, because he's got three like kind of angry, scowling faces here. And I'd like one where he's doing one of his maniacal smiles. And yeah, a smirk would have been nice. Yeah. I, I agree. I could have done... Uh, I, matter of fact, I, I would prefer a smirk over the yelling face. Mm. Like, the angry face is pretty good. But I don't necessarily need the yelling face. I would have, I would have rather had a smirk. Uh, okay, so... As we all know, these are available um, for... Let's see. Uh, Ritz Murphy, the color change didn't work out well with the reaction figure. Just saying, oh, you know what? And, and that's I haven't even opened that one up to try it yet. Uh, that's a good point. And, and I will say this, Super 7's glow type features don't always work great either. But let's hope they've got something special going with this guy. Uh, what is that thing with the Cobra? Oh, uh, Kevin Riddle, what's that thing with the Cobra emblem? That's an explosive device from... Uh, what is it's like the second regular episode of the show or no it's I think it's the first episode after Pyramid of Darkness Zartan oh what's it called I can't remember but it, it's uh it, it's tr the explosive device that's triggered by that little watch he's got mm -hmm. uh let's see they do have an accessory pack I know we're getting there be patient we're on our way to the G.I. Joe Super Pack, which is not called Battle Gear, which is kind of weird, but 
uh, what this is, if you pre-order these from Super 7, which I've recently been recommending that you do not do that because Super 7 gets their stuff weeks and weeks later than all the other retailers, although Brian Flynn has said that's going to change. If you pre-order directly from Super 7, you get this G.I. Joe Super Pack of repainted accessories uh, that we, you know, we've already got. The, these things already came with other figures. They're just different paint jobs, just like the old Battle Gear Packs. Uh, do you need it? No. Is it going to be worth getting this if you have to wait an extra month to six weeks to get your figures? Probably not. But I really want to have that blister card with those accessories on it in my collection. So I'm doing it again. I'm ordering direct from super seven because I want that stupid pack of stuff. I already have sucker every time. Yeah, that's me. That what it, there's an old Looney Tunes cartoon where uh, I think it might be Wiley Coyote. Like his head literally turns into a giant sucker and then turns back into his. That's that's me. When you see that cartoon, just think, oh, that, that look, it's Dave. He's about to have an anvil dropped on his head. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's uh, that is wave four of the Super Seven Ultimates, and we definitely need to move on because we have predictably gotten pretty tight on time so we're gonna have to oh gosh i really want to uh tiger force dusty is happening we saw the pictures i'll see what it looks like in person uh gi joe retaliation is getting a 10th anniversary blu-ray and the only thing extra is that it's in 4k uh ramen racer i really wanted to talk about the ramen racer but we just don't have the time you know what do you do you guys want to talk about the ramen racer a little bit a little bit should we okay okay we 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 got to talk about this thing chat chat do you want to hear about the the ramen racer you're like a minute behind so (laughs) you you get no say i'm sorry chat all right let's get this up here even though i don't know why every time i do screen share it puts the picture away like i have to reload the image for some reason reason uh all right so, in case anybody here is not familiar with ramen toys, uh, they are a an, a very small independent toy company that makes, I don't know how to describe the, they're not bootlegs or knockoffs, because that's not fair, because they're putting out very, very high quality product that's being carried by like Big Bad Toy Store. Um, well, they have... They do have some license. Well, they have the license for, for like Silver Hawks, Hawks, I think. Yeah, but then other stuff like they're doing Brave Star, but they're calling him like Sheriff Outer Space Planet or something. And they have Mask, but they're calling it like Medica or something. Yeah. Like that. Wait, did it? Did the Mask actually get funded? I oh yeah the the so, Mask okay. Thunderhawk. They've got two cars coming out. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know quite how they work. Uh, I know they have a pre-order system, but they, they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're doing what they do, but they're doing it. And this, the ramen racer third party. Thank you. That is, that is exactly the term I'm looking for. It's, I mean, it's along the same lines of all the people making transformers, uh, that are not transformers. They're robot morphers or whatever. Uh, and, and, but it's, it's Optimus prime, but like 
he has a different faceplate, so you can't they can't sue him. I don't I don't know what the deal is with all that. So Christian, we'll do a deep dive with you on that one someday. Say, they always, yeah, Optimus looks like Optimus. They just changed the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fle- Fledglimus Alpha or something. All right. But this, this, this is, is the ramen such, racer, uh, Christian. You had not heard of this. I had not, but I have also been incredibly busy the last couple of weeks so i feel like i'm very behind on my toy news uh so yeah ramen toys this is up for pre-order right now um and it is a direct response to the ghost rider car (laughs) right and if you get in on the pre-order this is 175 dollars it does way more than hasbro's car was going to do uh, those, those light up the, the effects that you're looking First of all, all those flame effects snap on. Those are an expansion kit. The car itself. Um, okay. There it is. So this is the basic car, which has LEDs. It has suspension, individual suspension for each wheel. Uh, the the hood opens up. I couldn't get images of everything that's in there. If you just Google ramen toys, you'll find the website with like way more detail. Uh, but but it is one uh, one twelfth scale. As you can see, there is a Ghost Rider sitting in it. That's how big this thing is. Uh, the yeah, trunk I was opens. The specs it said that it could hold four three yes. three quarter or six inch figure so um so yeah the seats push forward you can get two more figures in the back seat there uh the the engine is functioning there are leds in these flame effects that light up uh i mean it's it's crazy and apparently um just from the the quick looking i was doing before the podcast uh, for any of you who grew up in the 70s and 80s, they're doing a General Lee version. Well, we're uh, here's the interior. Um, oh, Alan Grant said, nope. Well, I, sorry, this was too fascinating. And it I consider it G.I. Joe adjacent because someday we will get a classified clutch and he would love to have this car. One hundred percent. There's the opening trunk. There is the engine, which one of the expansion kits is going to come with an actual belt to put on the engine. Uh, family. <laughs> family. <laughs> so there is the orange version. And I, this is just, I just thought this was worth bringing up. I think it looks incredible. It's the pre-order is 175 for the car. Uh, eleven dollars for each of the expansion packs. I think there are two expansion packs, uh, and then the shipping gets very pricey. It's fifty dollars shipping for like very slow, like I don't know how long it's going to take shipping, and then they've got express shipping for I think a hundred bucks, something like that. They explain it on the website. I just thought this was worth mentioning because holy cow, look at what this tiny, tiny company can do uh for a in my opinion a very reasonable amount of money right between what mcfarland toys is doing with the batmobile 
and the Batwing, and now this, I feel like they're sending very clear messages to the bigger companies who I know have to appease their their shareholders, but you can make affordable, large-scale vehicles for our figures. Craig Dukas, my Cobra Commander, wants this as his getaway car, but he's upset that there's no option to lease. <laughs> lease. Uh, Kevin Riddle, I'd like the general. Yeah, the gen- the, the orange one is the one that, I mean, they're both awesome. If, if it were practical, if I just had the money to throw around, I'd get both of them. You know, this uh, well, car Dave needs actually it reminds to be me of at least three more feet before he can consider buying it. <laughs> this looks like the car that Major Blood drove uh, in the in uh, GI Joe um, oh, Renegades. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So maybe your that, Major that, Blood needs this. Seriously, what's one of the first thoughts I had? Like, I desperately need to be able to fulfill my Cobra driving Uber fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yeah, I just I, like I said, I just want to talk about that really quickly because it it is just amazing to see that thing and, and to know uh, Big Bad is taking pre-orders right now, but their their pre-orders are the full two hundred and fifty dollar price. Uh, the the one seventy five is an early bird special price if you order directly from ramen toys. Uh, but if if you want the security of ordering from Big Bad and the pay it later option, uh, then you can pay the two fifty and the four dollar shipping. Uh, so up to you. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, okay. It is time now for sound off. If you're following audible interlude on Instagram, I need to hydrate. I forgot my water. Uh, then, you know, every time we're going to do one of these live streams earlier in the day, I'll put up a post that says sound off. And we ask for what you want to talk about uh, on our live stream. And we've got a few entries here that are going to take up the rest of the show for sure. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi G.I. Joe has had crossover stories with Transformers and a number of other franchises in comic books. What franchises would you like to see G.I. Joe crossover with in the future? And in what media would you most want to see that story take place? Comics, animated series, big budget movies, radio drama, etc. Um, when you guys want to tackle this first. So, Christian, I'm dying to hear your answer uh, to this. <laughs> all right. So, Christian wants G.I. Joe to cross over with Dallas. <laughs> Golden no, Girls. <laughs> no, because, um, what is it? Uh, Gumball, the advent, the. <laughs> Cartoon Gumball already did a Golden Girls crossover episode. Oh, I thought that was your answer. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, so um, I would like to see, and this would be in comic book form, um, I would like to see G.I. Joe crossover with the Legion of Superheroes because the Legion of Superheroes crossover comic they did, oh, my God, like a good, what, five years ago? with star trek oh yeah ludicrous Mm -hmm. but it was so incredibly well written and so there is not and i'm not thinking like battle force 2000 i'm thinking like legit somehow the joes and certain cobras end up in the future and there you go 
Okay. I'm down with that. That that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Noel, have you got one or you want me to I've I've got an idea, uh, although it's it's kind of a cheat because they did do a little bit of there's obviously some G.I. Joe inspiration, but okay. Venture Brothers. Oh wow. Okay. Um but yeah, I, and and I'd like to see it as an animated series, kind of in the in the kind of Sunbow slash Venture Brothers style. You know, I would I would watch that. All right, all right. Well, I I'm I'm going to keep it weird with you guys. Mandalorian Jedi. The last thing that that they mentioned here was radio drama, and what's best known for radio dramas, but Doctor Who. So I want oh. a G.I. Joe Doctor Who radio drama crossover because Brigadier Alistair Lethbridge Stewart working with the Joes and the doctor trying to keep them all from killing a bunch of aliens or whatever the case may be, I think would make for some really good radio drama. And I just want a, a, a Brigadier figure in my Joe collection. <laughs> And that would be a good excuse to make that happen. Give give a give me an O ring style brigadier, uh, fourth doctor and Sarah Jane. Let's make it happen. I need that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd buy that. Uh, all right, podcast from the pit. Everybody, check out podcast from the pit. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their show. Uh, other than GI Joe, what is your favorite toy line? And is there a show or a movie that? doesn't have a toy line that you would just be all in on if they did work is preventing me from watching live but i will watch the replay tomorrow have a great show we are having a great show and i know all about work preventing you from doing things uh other than gi joe oh gosh i don't know i'm gonna have to think about this do you guys well noel i think we know your answer oh do we though well and it goes it could be it could be the lego right it could be the transformers um uh you know and i've got a couple of other interests as well but those are the other two now i don't collect new transformers now so i would say if anything's my uh favorite action figure line it's gonna be gi joe um but uh but i still am a, a lego collector and i'm you know i i do a lot of uh stuff with a community with lego as well interesting hmm uh, yeah, that's I, I I, immediate, off that. the top of my head. I thought, oh, it's going to be Transformers. Then I realized, oh, wait a minute. No, Noel, much like Zach, is a Lego maniac. Yes. <laughs> uh, for me, that that is really tough. But I think, I mean, if we're talking about just toy line, because not, not like franchise, but just toy line, I got to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If If somebody said you can only collect G.I. Joe and one other thing, I, I mean, it would be re- it would be tough, but I think Ninja Turtles would keep me pretty happy uh, with the various you know things that are going on. Although, I, real quick, I want to say uh, the Playmates, the new reissues, some of those are absolute straight garbage. I bought Bebop, and from the waist down, he's just black, no paint at all, trash figure. Uh, but plenty of other Ninja Turtles toys at all times to keep you collecting. So that's I. I think that would be my second Christian man. I'm there's so many because I still very much so actively collect star Wars transformers masters of the universe. Uh, But I, 
if you told me I could only have G.I. Joe and one other toy line, it would probably be Masters of the Universe. And that's see, that's really t- it, on any given day, it could be that or Ninja Turtles for me. But I think Turtles hit, hit me a little, little closer. But yeah, that's that's a tough call. Uh, oh, and as far as uh, show or movie that doesn't have a toy line, well, first of all, that's it's tough to narrow that down, right? Uh, no, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. And sorry, folks, it's obscure, but. There is an 80s cartoon called Galaxy High. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have wanted toys from that since I was a kid. I think the character designs, even though they're cartoony, uh, they very much so fit in that Super 7 aesthetic. And I would buy every single one. My Uh, answer to this question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Were you... Well, I was just going to say mine's mine's a cheat, but I do feel it's legit because there has never been a proper toy line. My gosh, somebody give me some James Bond toys. Oh, yeah. Like, I know they've done one six scale figures. I know there's die cast, but there's never been like a James Bond action figure line. What is happening with that? Such an obvious whether it's Super 7 or Mezco or Hasbro. I don't care who gets it. I want James Bond figures so bad, and I have my entire life. Yeah, and there's so many that you can do. Yeah, it would be yeah. endless. Yeah. Uh, no, for mine, um, mine's sadly never going to happen, uh, at least not through any official channels, but I've been wanting Spaceballs toys for 35 years. Oh, man, yeah, that's a great call. But it could never see, happen because seeing- that was... That was, that was part, part of the of agreement. Yeah. <laughs> but see, every time I see Dark Helmet playing with the little figures, I'm like, I want those. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, that I was mean, part and of... I want, uh, I, I want uh, uh, the Winnebago. Um, Lone the Stars. Space Winnebago. Yeah. 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 For, I for want that those with three and three quarter action figures. For those that may not know, explain why we don't have Spaceballs merchandise. Well, Spaceballs was a parody of a little obscure film series <laughs> from the 70s and 80s. Something about, like, Wars in the Stars, I think. And there was a guy named George Lucas. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, one of the one of the conditions for them making this movie, I mean, even though it's fair use, it was satire, it was parody, uh, was the agreement that he could not actually sell any toys. So Mel Brooks could not make any profit off of toys because... That's where George Lucas was making his money in right. 1987 when Spaceballs actually was going into production. Uh, all right, back to the chat. Uh, some other suggestions. Craig Dukas, Quincy, Wotaj, <laughs> Love Boat. Love. No, they made Love Boat toys. Ex- well, no, this is for G.I. Joe crossovers. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're going back to the last okay. thing. Like, I think there's Love Boat, Boat toys on the shelf right now from Super 7, aren't there? Did they do no i don't think so. no no we saw them at at a uh that crazy uh, needless things youtube channel where you are right now uh there's a toy hunt at a louisville kentucky antique mall i did see that yes yes that had the love boat figures uh love exciting and new 
Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, the correct answer is obviously Rambo, the Force of Freedom, big budget live action movie. Uh, Jeff Butler, Jack Bauer of 24 would shake those snakes. Craig Dukas, if Hasbro is listening, I'd love G.I. Joe audio short stories similar to what Batman has on Spotify. Yeah, that I mean, that would be a very simple thing to do. Uh, Wotaj, only if it's Tom Baker era Doctor Who. Uh, let's see. Uh, real Wotaj, quick. Bebop has terrible frostbite. Bebop is just terrible. Before we get out of the crossovers, I did get a text from somebody saying a G.I. Joe Teen Wolf crossover and i have to say i am all about that are we talking uh, michael j fox teen wolf or mtv teen drama teen wolf oh i oh think the michael j fox okay no, i say we blend them both together <laughs> finally we give the fans what they want and bring both of those worlds together right i need a styles um, action figure anyway <laughs> All right, uh, Silent Interlude, Legends of the Hidden Forest, let's get more O-Rings. That's right, so everybody tune in tomorrow to the Legends of the Hidden Forest interview. Uh, you talked about the idea of an Optimus APC on your last pod, but we've had zero O-Ring announcements at all for close to a year. I'm worried that Hasbro quit. Also, my preference would be a Joe-compatible Optimus Prime in semi-truck form, plus Joe-sized and interactive. Uh, look, yeah, if if we could just pick that would be the optimus i would want more so than him being a gi joe vehicle i would rather just have a gi joe sized optimus prime uh but that doesn't appear to be what they're interested in and although at this point who knows if they're interested in, in anything at all uh that, that wasn't really a question but uh that was a good a good statement uh and then finally daniel rod 35 there were a few G.I. Joe references in Peacemaker. Hang on, I lost my spot. Here we go. Okay. Uh, John Cena's t-shirt at WrestleMania. Is he just a fan or is he pushing the idea of being in G.I. Joe in some sort of way? I'm so, sure he was a fan because he was, you know, he was the right age for it. He is absolutely that age and for anybody who doesn't know this is what is being referenced is very clearly gi joe inspired gear that john cena was wearing at wrestlemania that i three times i got on the wwe website and put all of that stuff in my cart and then said i don't need this <laughs> and then at one point i thought oh maybe i'll do a john cena cosplay at joe fest no, I don't need this. And then like one more time later in the night, I was like, man, I really just want just because to have that kind of pop culture acknowledgement of G.I. Joe is a special thing to me. So I'd like to have this stuff. And now I'm like getting ready to go back and uh, once we're done recording and put it in my card again, because uh, I think this is great. I don't know. I None can't... of us know John Cena, but like Noel said, he's the age. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. He, I mean, obviously, he's very aware of G.I. Joe, but it, he would be the right age to be a big G.I. Joe fan. And and also, it lines up with kind of his persona. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, in his, I mean, look at the movies he's made. He made the Marine, um, but he also was in Bumblebee, essentially playing like yeah, right. a Duke style character right, in that right. movie. Uh, so, but yeah. I can't I mean, look at that photo without thinking Ernest P. Worrell 
is on steroids. <laughs> we'll just put that away now. Uh, and now that's the GI Joe crossover. I did not know I needed. So, but yeah, I am, I am absolutely down with, uh, I'm, I'm down with John Cena being involved with GI Joe in some way. And, and I, I, a year ago, I wouldn't have thought I'd feel this way. Uh, I, I, I would pick him over the rock at this point. Well, hey, you know, we, we did a uh, Joe Mania just a couple weeks ago, but uh, we, we, I know we cast him elsewhere, but knowing CM Punk, of course, has his Cobra tattoo and John Cena has his Joe gear now. Cobra Commander, CM Punk, Duke, John Cena. There's your movie. Perfect. Done. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Hasbro, Hasbro I'm telling you, I, we work cheap. We get the triumvirate. Uh, we'll we'll produce the best G.I. Joe movie anybody's ever seen. You got to figure out that Mattel license first, I'm sure, though. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. It is time now. We got, we've got just enough time, I think, to get in a little Joe and Tell real quick. Uh, do you guys have Joe and Tell for tonight? I'm just... I've had this one waiting for like weeks now. And, and honestly, at this point, it's almost like past, but I want to show it off anyway. Uh, I got this at the Atlanta. What the heck is the, what do we go to Noel? Atlanta uh, vintage toys. Atlanta vintage. Oh, the, uh, the, the, yes. The, the, the toy yard sale. Yeah. So I never had a mauler when I was a kid. It was one of my most wanted vehicles that I never had. I don't know why I didn't have it. Cause my, my dad, like I've said before, my dad was very into Joe and like, definitely like very supportive. Listen to how, listen to how snug this still is. Can you hear that? I don't know. Maybe not, but I mean the turret did that first time. Okay. Um, it's in great shape. I, I don't remember what I paid for it, but it was a great deal for the 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 tiny number of parts that it was missing. I had to get the antennas. Um, oh, uh, one of these was broken at the back, like just a little bit. So I ordered another one of those and I needed a mud flap uh, and that was it. And then uh, he doesn't have his microphone, but I don't care because I never would have known he had a microphone. Like, cause I never had it when I was a kid. So I'm, I'm not really worried about that. I'm just thrilled to have this thing. Uh, it's a beautiful piece. Like I, I don't know if I've ever even seen one in person to tell you the truth. I don't think any of my friends had it either. Uh, so I'm stoked because this is like the Mobat. Let's be honest. It's a little weak. <laughs> the Mauler is a killer tank. So uh, that is my it Joe and stuck in traffic jams. <laughs> All right. If you can see it in mine over my shoulder, but uh, that is where I also got my whale that I believe yes, is right over right. my my right shoulder there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it, they didn't have as much uh, as they've had in the past, but it was a fun time. We, we had yeah. a great time hanging out and talking, uh, talking to our pal Kelly, too. All right. Who's up next? Christian, you got some some Joe and tell. I sort of do i can't really show it uh but please go take a look at my instagram if um, you can show it right um uh, what little free time i have had over the last few weeks i started working on a new uh mountain cave entrance diorama that's scaled for my classified figures so i've got 
the front side finished already got a few photos with figures going on um and hopefully not this weekend but weekend after next i'm going to be able to start working on the side so yeah i still haven't uh speaking of not being able to do things i also bought i kind of (laughs) missed this one i also bought that terror drone which i talked about here but i i haven't cleaned that thing up yet i haven't had time it's still sitting in the other room just just waiting for me yeah that's i've got mine is right here next to me and uh i got some you know i got a lot of cleaning up to do on it but uh, i'm also been replacing some parts on it this part oh you son of a gun very expensive found one uh i yeah and i have another one coming there was actually the person who was selling this had two of them at a very reasonable price this piece uh, the clip is broken, but there's a 3D printed solution that you can't see. Oh, nice. Um, that okay. I found as well. Cool. Uh, all right. And I've got my yes. Joe and tell. Noel, what is your Joe and tell? Uh, mine was not my whale or this thing right here. Uh, no, I, uh, I probably have mentioned it before. I know I've mentioned on other shows that I was on, but uh, a couple years back, my friend Doug um, lives up in Portland, was planning on coming back to uh, Atlanta where we live um, and said when I get there I'm, I want to give you all my old childhood Joe toys then a pandemic happened in 2020 and so he and his wife stayed in Portland and then moved back down here uh, but he still wound up shipping all of them to me um, and what I one of the things that was really cool out of that collection was some of the figures that he had customized as a kid and I'm going to hold these up and see if you can see them because these are this is a straight arm rock and roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. See. Whoa. His beard has been painted black. And he's got uh, gloves. He's got gloves. Huh? This this is one of the ones that's not uh, as elaborate. This right here is an, also an 82 breaker. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's got a camo pattern on him. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and airborne which is his o-ring needs to be replaced very badly um but he Whoa. has he has a, a a putty molded beret on his head oh my gosh yeah and a, a little camo pattern painted onto his legs there you go um gung-ho who's got some camo marks like paint on his face oops his leg just fell off i guess there goes the <laughs> o-ring um again some camo on the legs wow did a really good job yeah yeah and this is you know I mean, that's he's better than some a lot of the hasbro stuff and then finally at. a duke that he customized also did a beret out of some sort of putty oh my gosh um the the shirt is black this is like night force duke basically yeah. with this camo pattern on his legs um but yeah he like this is this is cool and it was like Although it was nice to get a bunch of really nice intact, like 82 and 83 Joe figures that I could add to my collection and stuff. Um, and, I, and I've told a thousand times, like, I appreciate this so much. This is the kind of stuff that I was like, man, this is cool. Because this yeah. this was like you putting it's your unique. hard work into this uh, as a kid. And these patterns, like, if you didn't know, you'd think that was factory. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Right there. Well, anybody can go buy a straight arm rock and roll, but nobody else has that. Right, rock and roll right <laughs> so i need to clean up the o-rings awesome. on these i, I plan on i pulled them out because i was going to uh, swap out the o-rings and display them kind of on a separate shelf yeah 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 absolutely 
So I would love to tell everybody watching and listening that you'll be able to see pictures of these on Instagram, but Noel has literally never sent me a single picture of anything to put up on the Instagram page. So I cannot <laughs> guarantee that. No, it is it is a lie. You sent me uh you sent me the wrestling stuff. You you sent me a few things. I've sent you a few things. Um but send me pictures of those and we yeah. will post them on Instagram. Uh all right, that is all the time we've got for this live stream. Uh it's it's been awesome I'm, it's so nice to be here with you guys again and not at work uh our music is by andy sanford of electric you can follow us on instagram at audible interlude podcast on twitter at gi joe audible christian you mentioned your instagram tell us what that is and uh, well, where we can find it is Instagram, obviously. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, all my toy photography, and on Flickr.com, uh, which is another photo sharing website under the name Legion Cub. Uh, Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is a G.I. Joe uh, costume club, international costume club. We've got members all over the world, but uh, we got garrisons all over the United States as well. So if you're interested in dressing up like your favorite G.I. Joe character and helping us raise money for a fantastic organization called Canines for Warriors, check out thefinestcc.com or go to the uh, the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook. That is all the time we've got. Noel and Christian, thank you so much for sitting down and talking about something that we love, G.I. Joe. Everybody that was here in the chat, everybody listening to the audible uh, audio version, thank you. As always, yo, Joe! Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.